check it out. Bones. I used to wonder what it was like to be loved. For me. I felt like if I were to lose all the acne, someone could see me. I thought that the prettier I could become, the more options I'd receive years later in. I'm still just as lonely. Actually, I might be more alone than ever. Someone forgot to tell me that Max Ruby Woo lipstick won't make it better, that long hair, nice skin, and abs won't last forever, that the men you let in are still out looking for treasure, being physically gorgeous isn't a savior, and having the most beautiful smile won't save him. I forgot to hold on to who I was on the inside. I wish it were easy for me to let people see what's on the inside. I wish somebody would have told me I was already perfect on the outside for the person who is perfect for me. These bones have always been quite lovely. These bones can't wait to be touched. These bones can't wait to be loved. To hold trust. To build and to bear life for nine months, to be held through the roughs beyond the lust, these bones could always keep up. These bones have been bruised, broken, and cut. These bones could never give up on me or you. I used to wonder what it was like to be loved for me by you. Oh Lord, welcome to Soul of the Sundown. I um, wanted to start off the podcast today with a spoken word poem. I honestly chose that poem just through the shuffle of my phone. Um, I was just going, making the playlist through shuffle this time, which is actually something I I don't think I've ever done for Souls at Sundown, but Bones by Raina Betty came up on the shuffle and I was like, damn, yeah, it actually would be really cool to start off the podcast today with a spoken word poem. And that one is really hitting me hard right now because she's kind of talking about how um, she's lacking love or she has wanted it for so long and um, it's, you know, she, her body might not be ready or whatever, but she, she thinks it is, at least that's how I interpreted the poem. <laughs> um, but I want you guys to know that that poet, Raina Biddy, just had a baby. She just said in that poem, she was like, these bones were made to, you know, bear a child in nine months or something along the lines of that. And she just had a baby named Umi and it's so freaking cute. And she's in love, I think. I mean, honestly, don't know her personally, but she definitely has a man who she had the baby with and stuff. And um, he's definitely still around. So that's just, it's just wonderful, wonderful news to start off the podcast with in response to that kind of mellow poem, I would say. Um, I'm a lot more high energy in my person than that poem was. So I'm not regretful that I played that because honestly, she is my favorite fucking poet. She is 
wonderful. If you guys have not read I Love My Love by Raina Biddy, it's the best poetry book I have ever read, hands down. I'm not even kidding when I say that she is better than, you know, Rupi Carr or whoever else you read in nowadays. <laughs> um, I just actually sent I Love My Love today to my friend Orion back in LA because we have a little book club that we're doing nowadays. Um, it was started by me, and honestly, I didn't even really intend for it to be that way, but I just finished finished this book called Corazon by Yasika Salgado. And um, she basically had recommended that book to me. Raina Biddy did. Not to me, but just to her Twitter followers in general. Don't get it twisted. I, um, I've i met Raina before. We actually did spoken word alongside each other at a local Wolves event. And that was when I first met her. And I was like, damn, dude, wait. When I heard her voice, I first realized that she did the intro for Kaylani's album. Um, fuck, Sweet Sexy Savage. I was about to say you should be here, but it was not on that album that she did the intro for. Anyways, yeah, that's how I met her. And I was just like, wow, damn, I really got to listen to your shit or you know just pick your shit up after I heard her perform and she wasn't selling any of her books at the event or anything like that you know and just told me I could get it on Amazon and I did and like I said it is my favorite fucking poetry book I'm going on a bunch of tangents right now to start off this podcast welcome to episode 47 by the way (laughs) oh wow um, but yeah, basically today I, I sent that to my friend O'Brien and, um, originally I had started off the book club by sending her Corazon by, I said yet Jessica or something, but I think, yeah, I think it's Jessica or maybe not, maybe I pronounce it Jessica or some shit, just like a dumb, dumb white girl over here not knowing how to pronounce Hispanic names. And I genuinely apologize if anybody's like, fuck you, you don't know how to pronounce that right. I'm honestly terrible with my enunciation, my pronunciation, all of those things. Um, yeah, what was I talking about? Oh, basically I started a book club with my friend Orion. Honestly, I'm so fucking happy about it because it just like gives me an opportunity to like share some novels I've been loving with one of my dear friends. And so I sent her Corazon and then she sent me back Jen Handako and it's called Equinox. And I finished it in two nights. Like the past two nights I had just been reading it and I just sent it back to her today with I Love My Love. And that is the end of that tangent. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, to be honest with you, I'm a little off the wine today. This is the only episode of Souls at Sundown I have ever drawn. Drawn. Yep, there it is. <laughs> I have ever done a little drunk. Um, I'm only two glasses of wine in, and I'm not even finished with my second glass. So honestly, I'm not drunk. I'm just a little tips, to be honest with you. But I needed to pre-record this episode because I'm going to be going out of town on Monday at like fucking 4 a.m. I start my travel day and then I land in Virginia at like 5 30 p.m. So it's going to be a day. It's going to be a day of travel for sure. But it's not like I have to upload it on that day or anything like that. I have to upload it on the following Friday. But I'm going to be in Virginia taking a little vacation for myself, honestly. And also Finley's sister's getting married. And so we're going to Virginia for that. 
and going to be staying at his like family house. That's also where the wedding is going to be held. He grew up on like some acreage, you know, so they're going to be having it down by, I think like their Creek and like, I don't even know. I'm like, what? You have a Creek dude. Like I literally visited. This is a funny story. Okay. It's tangent McGee Meg over here today. <laughs> and I, I hope you guys are into it. <laughs> But the first time I ever went to visit Finley's house was in 2016 and him and his girlfriend at the time had tried to set me up with Finley's best friend, Tim, and it worked. He came to visit LA and that was probably around like February or some shit of 2016. And it was like a birthday trip for him or something. And they tried to like just set us up because they knew I was single and he was going to be at some party at my sister's and just all this fucking shit. Anyways, (laughs) Um, we hit it off and talked for probably like two months or something after that. But yeah, just really sweet boy. You know, we're still in contact and cahoots nowadays, but he's with another woman. I'll get to the story. Um, basically we had been talking for that two months. Right. And then he was like, you got to come visit me. I mean, when am I supposed to see you again? I live in Virginia. Like what the heck? And I was like, you know what, man, I will come out to visit you. And, uh, my friend Lexi, who was dating Finley at the time was also like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just make like a girl's trip out of it. Go see our men. And I was like, okay, word. And so we went to Virginia to visit the men. And when I was there, it was such a genuine letdown for me. It was so weird. He was like a completely different person around me. Basically, Tim was. And um, he was just acting like pretty removed. And I was also on my period. So like we couldn't get freaky and like all that kind of stuff. I'm spilling all of the tea today, honestly. And he was just like, I don't know, just acting really strange and removed, like I said. And not until I had left, you know, (laughs) the state of Virginia. That was the first time I ever met Finley's family, all that kind of stuff. Um, Visited his house and shit like that. And I stayed a couple of days with Tim, like in his guest house and stuff on his property. And um, then a couple of nights at Tim's apartment too in DC. So like I had seen DC and shit and then like seen Finn's fam and whatever and was just honestly having a great time with Finn and Lexi like at the time and was just hanging out with them more so than I was Tim. And I was like, this is kind of weird, but like honestly just making the best of it. And then when I was leaving and saying goodbye to Tim, I was, I knew it was the end. I was like, we're not going to pursue this. Like we live on opposite sides of the country. I am living in LA right now. You're living here. Like this isn't going anywhere. And it was a little weird and I just knew it. And so we just said our goodbyes and I was like, whatever, that's not really going to work out. Weeks later, I find out through Finley, (laughs) who had the actual guts to tell me that he had met another woman (laughs) in the time that like, you know, we had that two months where we were just like talking like across the country, just like he told me or he kind of like semi invited me, you know, to like come and see him. He was like, you know, let's just continue this. You should come and visit. And I was like, word, had already booked my tickets. But the week before I visited, he had met that other woman. (laughs) And so he was just super into her. Her name's Cassidy. And um, yeah, now they're still together, probably two years later. And honestly, everything works out for the best because now I'm with Finley and madly in love. And like the world is just so weird. 
that is um, the end of that story, basically. But, like, how fucking strange is that? Like, they tried to set me up with his best friend, and then him and Lex ended up, you know, parting ways. And, yeah. Then, a few months later, Finn and I just started hanging out, falling in love. Honestly, have not talked about this on anything before. And people ask me about this a lot. I won't get too into too many details, honestly, to disclose, but shit happens, folks. And now we're living in Oregon together, and that's the fucking tea on that. And also, last summer, 2017 summer, we went to visit um, Tim and Cassidy, where they live in Asheville, North Carolina now, and we were all just in the same room being like, how crazy is life? This is fucking weird. (laughs) But we're here for it. And yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say, I guess, is you never know how shit's going to work out, man. And I've talked for almost 13 minutes straight now. So I'm going to get into playing something else. Mitski just, I believe that's how you say her name, just released a new album this week. I have seen a lot of people just on Instagram plug in this album and shit. And you know, that's where I get a lot of my recommendations for my tunes. So I was like, okay, I've obviously heard about Mitski before, but I need to listen to this full album. So I did today, and I'm going to play you two of the songs from Be the Cowboy, her new album that just came out. And the first one is called Washing Machine Heart. So I hope you enjoy. And then I'm going to follow it up with Me and My Husband by her as well. Something that I really like about Mitski is that her songs are super fucking short. So she has like a, I believe it's like 14 song album. Yeah. But it goes by in like 33 minutes. It's like, oof, just over like that. Um, I don't know if I love or hate that. It was just like, it was different, you know, kind of enjoyed it. So anyways, enjoy these two songs by her. Love ya. Thanks for listening.
Sincerely, I do. Because I was listening today and I was like, it's really hard for me to pinpoint, you know, what influence somebody else had on this woman's voice. She's very experimental. She has a lot of wild beats. And um, her voice is kind of reminiscent of Florence and the Machine, but also reminiscent of Lana in some different ways. Lana Del Rey is obviously who I'm talking about when I say Lana, the Lana. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. She was definitely hard. Like when I listened to her, I was like, damn, this is just like so... She's obviously her in herself only and has made her own lane for herself and shit like that. But I was like, damn, who does she remind me of? Kind of, you know? Um, But yeah, I think it's kind of a mix of Florence the Machine and Lana Del Rey and like some experimental beats behind it and just... Uh, who even knows? Who even knows nowadays with these artists just putting out shit that I don't even know how to interpret? It's amazing. I'm here for it. But while I'm playing new tunes here, I need to play you guys my favorite fucking song right now that just came out a couple days ago. It's called Genesis by Daniela Andrade or Andrade. Who really knows how you say her last name? I should know. I will be honest with you because I've been watching her YouTube videos for a while now and I used to be like super into her. And then the other day, this new song just came up in my subscription box from her and I was like, oh, I haven't heard music from this girl in a while. So I checked it out and I'm obsessed with this fucking song, dude. I've been talking about it a lot on Instagram. You can follow me over there at Megan Hughes. Um, But yeah, aside from plugging myself, 
I need to plug her because she's fucking fire and I think you guys will enjoy. So enjoy this Genesis by Daniela Andrade or Andrade. I believe it's Andrade. I'm going to assume that until somebody calls me out. If I'm wrong, you can fully call me out via Twitter or the comments on this podcast if you're listening on SoundCloud. Uh, Anyways, okay, here's the bop. If this is apocalypse And first there was a genesis I think I'll let myself exist Under this bloody moon Like a moth, a butterfly song in my life. I keep singing over and over in my head, under this bloody moon. I'm like, fuck yeah, Daniela. We're here for it tonight. Um, but now I'm going to transition into a song that might, you know, get your gears going and or just confuse you a little bit because I'm confused myself why I'm including this, but I am. Little T-Swift, little Taylor Swift, forever and always, piano version. This is a wonderful song. This is the best version of this song, forever and always, slowed down, just so fucking good. And I don't know, like I said, I made this (laughs) playlist through shuffling my songs on my phone. And this came up and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's a fucking bop right there. So I'm going to play it for you guys. 
Hope you enjoy this sweet mother-flipping track. Once upon a time, I believe it was a Tuesday when I caught your eye. We caught on to something, I hold on to the night. You looked me in the eye and told me you loved me. Were you just kidding? Cause it seems to me this thing is breaking down. We almost never speak. I don't feel welcome anymore. Baby, what happened? Please tell me. Cause one second it was perfect. Now you're halfway out the door. And I stare at the phone. He still hasn't called. And then you feel so low. You can't feel nothing at all. And you flash back to when he said forever and always. Oh, and in a rage, in your bedroom, everything is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. I was there when you said forever and always. Was I out of line? Did I see something way too honest made you run and hide? Like a scared little boy, I looked into your eyes Thought I knew you for a minute, now I'm not so sure So here's to everything Coming down to nothing, here's to silence That cuts me to the core, where is this going? Thought I knew for a minute, but I don't
me right back to freaking seventh eighth grade maybe eighth grade <laughs> um I feel like that song came out before I was 14 for sure because I have this strong memory of listening to her enchanted album like the purple dress covered album on my eighth grade trip and I had like my mp3 player and shit and that's all I was listening to was that maybe I didn't have an mp3 player I probably had an ipod touch (laughs) I upgraded (laughs) um but yeah she's just like so nostalgic for me and just reminds me of my middle school experience and I think that I actually saw her live in concert my freshman year of high school and then I kind of fell out of listening to her And honestly, I haven't really listened to her since. I know that people are very into her newest album that has just come out, but I just, you know, once an artist goes pop and they lose that kind of spark that they once had for you, I'm like, I don't know if I could go back. I don't know if I could re-listen to her and enjoy it, you know? (laughs) But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just need to give her another shot. But anyways, in the meantime, I'm going to play you a completely different artist, Joni Mitchell, an icon, truly. Such an oldie, but a goodie. We love her. And um, I'm going to play you a song off of her Blue album called Little Green. And I don't know, I just love it. And also it came up on the shuffle, so it's added to the playlist. You know, it's kind of just here here and there, the album is. (laughs) Um, Or fuck, no, the playlist is (laughs) a little here and there that I made for the podcast tonight. But I hope you enjoy how all over the place it is and aren't like, Megan, what the fuck? Because, you know, shuffle tells all, all right? We're shuffling that shit tonight. If you're an avid viewer of my vlog channel, you already know what shuffle that shit is. We're doing that tonight on the podcast, and I hope you're here for it. Enjoy. Oh 
Just a little green Like the nights when the northern lights perform There'll be icicles and birthday clothes And sometimes there'll be sorrow Child with a child pretend Sending home, so you sign all the papers in the family name. You're sad and you're sorry, but you're not ashamed. A little green, have a happy ending. Just a little green, like the color when the spring is born. There'll be fully hear how old that song is from just the level of recording or I guess the quality of recording that it's at um definitely definitely just sounds a little bit different than any of the other songs I've played tonight on the podcast and that's okay folks because Joni like I said she's a legend so good uh I hope you guys enjoyed that I love that opening lyric that she has that says, born with a moon and cancer. Any of my cancer moons listening to this, that lyric was for you, okay? (laughs) But now I'm going to transition to one of my favorite bands, honestly, of all time, Wild Child. I love them so dearly, and I am going to play you guys this song off of their album Fools called Bullets and... It's just so good. I love the album Fools so fucking much. Honestly, I need to listen to it on vinyl because I have it on vinyl and I just remembered that. That was a tangent. Sometimes I just get a little lost in the amount of records that I have and I fall into like a pattern of playing the same ones over and over that I like, but I have probably upwards of 80 now. So it's like, oh, I just need to go back and play that. Um, anyways... <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to give you a little taste of that record tonight by playing Bullets, and I hope you enjoy it. Wild Child is the damn best. Ugh, love them. i 
are so good, especially with just like all of the instruments in that song. I love it so much, how well it's produced, how well it's performed. I just adore them. I think they're so wonderful. But I'll never forget, I was on a road trip probably back in, I wanna say 2016, with my sister up the West Coast. And I filmed a pizza talk with Wild Child back in either 2015 or 16, but I made friends with their tour manager when I was filming that. And he emailed me basically being like, hey, here's the link to the new album that's coming out in like a week. And um, don't share it with anybody, but here it is, Fools, Wild Child. And I was like, fuck, okay. So then I was listening to it all on the road trip with Lindsay and I immediately texted it to my best friend, Gina, who had showed me Wild Child. (laughs) And I was like, we're getting the exclusive. He told me not to share it with anybody, but you're my bitch for sending me this. (laughs) Like, you're incredible. So... I obviously had to share it with her. I hope their manager, Pat, doesn't listen to this and be like, oh, what a shithead. Never sending her any project again. I'm also a little bummed at myself or just, yeah, just generally upset because I was planning on going to their show in Portland back in like April and I forget what was happening, but I totally just didn't go and I fully should have because I love them. And then Finley and I were planning on going to Pickathon, which is like a music festival here in Oregon. And then we had some guests staying in town and it just didn't work out again and they were playing at that and I'm like, fuck, I just need to see them live again. They're icons and so nice like such genuinely nice people i need you guys to know that (laughs) i also need you guys to know that i'm currently smoking a joint with lavender in it like dried lavender flowers per my friend stefan's recommendation he was like yo have you ever done that because somebody one of my friends like rolled a joint with lavender in it the other day and it was so good tasted amazing and i was like no i've never i've never done that I will try that because I have hella dried lavender right now. So I figured, what better time than right now while recording Soul Sundown, I guess. So I'm doing that and honestly, it tastes so good. It tastes so flowery and fragrant and wonderful. And it's really like cutting my cutting my weed with kind of more of a flowery taste. Not that weed doesn't already taste flowery, but who knows? Maybe it'll relax me a little bit more. Or maybe it's just like so bad for you and I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Um, I highly doubt that, honestly. Herbs are just herbs, and you can do whatever you want with them, right? Question mark? Oh, Lord. Anyways, I'm going to get into a new song. (laughs) It's called Beach by San Sisko. And actually, speaking, not beaching, speaking of San Sisko, a girl um, sent me a little P.O. box letter the other day of a bunch of bands that she loves, and she was like, do you ever listen to San Sisko? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. So I dedicate this song to her. She's from Perth, Australia. Honestly, do not remember her name. I think it was something like Haley, unless I'm making that up. Uh, Yeah, don't remember, but shout out to you. And here's some San Francisco for you, because she said she listens to the podcast. Oh, I really hope she hears this. Okay, anyways, uh, enjoy.
carried away there and threw in a second song after I played Beach by San Cisco. The end of Beach just had like a beautiful woman's voice in it and it reminded me a little bit of Zella Day and then I was like bitch I was gonna play her next anyways so why not just mesh the two together because they would sound so well and wonderful if I didn't just interrupt you know (laughs) come talk to you in between. So yeah, I doubled up on you there. I love that song by Zella Day. It's called Compass off of her album Kicker. And I fucking need new music from Zella Day. Like, where is she? I don't know. She was just playing with Nako Bear last night in LA. And I was not at that concert, although I was indeed jealous and having FOMO via social media. Let's not talk too much about it. I'll get even more upset. Me is the one who brought it up. Anyways... (laughs) I just need new fucking music from her, dude. She's so good. And her voice is just wonderful. And there's just so many wonderful things I could say about her. But instead, I'm going to transition to a new artist who I was also playing today. And it's Nora Jones, an icon, one of the oldies as well. I hate that, you know, sometimes I call oldies oldies, even though this album (laughs) that I'm about to play feels like home was released in 2004. Like that's not even oldies music. You know, oldies is like fucking sixties through the nineties tunes, you know, not even the nineties, honestly, just before I was born, I consider oldies, but this doesn't qualify as that. So I don't know why I called her that pretty much just because my mom used to listen to her heavily. So I think I just like associate Nora Jones and my mom together a lot. She's such like a mom bop, like so many moms fucking play Nora Jones. And honestly, I'm going to be one of those moms. (laughs) I'll just say it right now because she's so good. I listen to her every single time I clean and I had an overwhelming cleaning day today. Honestly, just remembered that I didn't even tell you guys what I've been up to today, but that was pretty much it. Just having a big power clean. I, you know, vacuumed the floors, cleaned the floors, cleaned all the mirrors, wiped down every surface. Oh, vacuuming in itself 
if like it's a lot and I haven't done it in a while, takes me at least an hour and a half to vacuum my entire house. Sorry for my mini burp. Um, I had a vegan sausage before I recorded this and it's um, settling. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, where was I? Nora Jones, let's play the song What Am I To You by her because this was such a fucking classic emo song for me to play when I was just like, what am I to this guy? What the fuck? Why won't he just like tell me he likes me? You know, this is a song for that big motherfucking mood. Okay, enjoy.
Dude, she is crazy. Her voice just sounds so wonderful, and she just writes, like, poetry. Her lyrics are so good, and listening to just, I don't know, just listening to that song and just really listening to her words, I'm like, oh, you just sound like me on an emotional night writing in my journal, you know, and I'm so happy that she put that out to the world, put it behind a little guitar, and yeah, we got a, we got a hit right there. <laughs> love that fucking song what am i to you by nora jones if you missed it please go look her up speaking of looking her up i was just like wait um when was the last time that she released new music because i haven't heard much about that and she released well the deluxe version of her album day breaks in 2017 so just last year and I listened to the title track called Burn, and I honestly fucking love it. So I'm going to play it for you guys right now so you could just like compare the two and be like, wow, where are they now? She's still killing it. Oh 
Right there was the jazziest shit I've heard in a while. Oh, wow. She's iconic, truly. I just had to see where she, you know, where she currently is in life. And she's jazzing it up. And I'm here for it. Gotta love her. Ugh, Nora Jones. Now I'm going to flow into a little different track, different artist. (laughs) Just gonna flow right into it. His name is Shaky Graves, and he's incredible. And I feel like I've played maybe one of his songs on the podcast, but if I haven't, then hello, Shaky Graves. I don't know why it took me so long to like actually consistently listen to him because a bunch of my friends um, had always been into him, specifically my friend Gina and her brother. And I'm pretty sure that I maybe saw him live at like a Bonnaroo one time, unless I'm, unless I'm making that up. Um, but if I did, I was not very into the music at the time, so I probably didn't know shit or was in the back or something, just like unable to fully connect with it until 2018 now. And I found (laughs) this album off of, basically it's like an audio tree live session and you can find the full thing on YouTube and it's beautiful. So if you want to fall in love with Shaky Graves, please go and watch that. Um, but this song is one of the ones from that session called Roll the Bones. And I love his live versions of his songs because he uses like a looper pedal and it's just really interesting to see him perform. So definitely go and watch that video or just listen to this song and get into it from that. All right. Enjoy.
If you did watch the live version of that song, which I just did to relive it, <laughs> relive the experience on Audio Tree, man. If you watch that, I don't understand how you couldn't want to fuck him. Like he is doing, I want you to know that is the only, he's the only guy in that song. Like he's playing the fucking tambourine. He's playing like the kick drum, playing guitar while singing and just being absurd. Just like, oh. I don't understand. He's just like sweaty and like in a wife beater tank top and just, okay. Also side note before I fantasize about that image again, um, why do they call them wife beaters? I was talking about this with my friends, Stefan and then Finley the other day. And we were just like, wow, what a weird, weird name for something. And Finley was like, well, I mean, it's because obviously the stereotype of like men who beat their wives wearing those shirts. And I was just like, Ooh, Okay, well, I just got sick to my stomach thinking about that. Why do names like that stick? Ugh, Lord knows. <laughs> but yeah, man. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that because that was just a wonderful song, wonderful performance by him live. So once again, for the literal fourth time, please go and watch that live session. And now I'm going to go into <laughs> another band, Local Natives. And this is off of one of their first ever projects. It's called Warning Sign. They released this back in like 2010. So wow, dude, almost 10 years ago. Well, eight years ago. So not, well, it's, it's getting close. Okay. Anyways, I love them. And honestly, their newest album too is fire and just they're consistently pretty great. But this song is one of the first that I got into from them. And I just think they're freaking wonderful and that you should listen to it. I saw them live one time as well, and it was so worth it. They are talented motherfucking men. Enjoy.
Gosh dang darn it, the local natives are so freaking good. Oh, wowie, wowie, wow. Okay, now I'm going to get into another one of my fave bands, probably of all time too. I mean, I'm, I'm saying a lot of bold statements tonight, but I feel like they're rightfully backed up, you know? <laughs> um, Mumford & Sons, their album Babel is just one of my faves, faves ever. And there's a song on it called Reminder, and I've been kind of trying to learn it on ukulele a little bit, probably not as actively as I'm learning other songs, but um, the way they perform it is just ridiculous, and I just found a live version of it on YouTube, so you know I downloaded that that bad boy, and I'm going to play it for you right now. Um, I just love them, and I think you'll enjoy this song, and they're just like, their voices are so naturally amazing. You're just going to be like, ooh, yes, okay gotta listen to more Mumford and Sons because honestly I think we all do okay <laughs> enjoy well, don't let me darken your door it's not what I came here for it's not what I came here for And I won't hear you cry when I'm gone I won't know if I'm doing you wrong I never know if I'm doing you wrong A constant reminder of where I can find her light That might give up in the way all that I'm asking for without her I'm lost on my love don't fade away so I watch the world tear us apart slowing mind and a bleeding heart you never see my bleeding heart and your light's always shining on when I've been trying Honestly, after listening to that, I can't decide if I like the live version or the album version better. They're both wonderful, but it's definitely just like a quick, quickie song right there. But I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, Now I'm going to get into The Japanese House. And if you don't know of this artist, well, you're in for a treat because they're just wonderful. Or she is wonderful. Honestly, I think it's just one girl. Oh, I could be making that up, but great freaking song I have in store for you guys. It's called Still, and I just love it. I adore it, and when it came up on my shuffle to make this playlist, I said, wow, I, I definitely need to play that one. I don't think I've ever played the Japanese house on the podcast before, and like I said, you're just in for a ding-dang treat, so I hope you enjoy this Baparuni. All right. Thank you. 
said to you, I don't know if the Japanese house is more than one person. It is just one woman. That's just it. And she sounds so good and just does such a good job. I just, I don't understand how people make their voices sound like that and the effects that they use. Like, oh, wowie wow. Wow. She's only 23 and from the UK. Her name is Amber Bain. And I'm into it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's the only thing that I can say after hearing that song for some reason. (laughs) I don't know. Their sound or her sound. Let me correct myself for the third time now. It's just one girl. Megan, get it through your head. How somebody can do that. 
uh, she sounds just a lot like the 1975, you know, and I actually think that the Japanese house opened for the 1975 on one of their tours, unless I'm making that up in my head. But yeah, really good stuff. And now I'm going to get into Subtract, who is a king. He's so good. And this song is called Something Goes Right, featuring Samfa. And I love Samfa separately. He's amazing too. It just has some really great vocals. So when they collab, I'm just like, fuck yes. Okay, here we go.
say too much about that song because honestly the next song I'm going to play is really what I have to say more about. This song is like my senior year of high school or I guess my last year of high school. Technically my junior year I graduated so whatever. Basically my last year of high school I was obsessed with this song towards the end of the year and when I heard it I just got so nostalgic and I love songs that do that for me. This song is called Wasted Time by Taku featuring then Thandaway Phoenix. Thandaway. <laughs> T-H-A-N-D-I-W-E Phoenix. Anyways, um, I'm going to say that this is going to be the last song for sure of this episode. I'm just going to wrap this bad boy up. This is the first time that I'm recording an episode um, almost an entire week in advance, like six days in advance. But I hope that when you hear this, you'll just bop your little heads off to this song. It's so good. And thank you so much for listening to me blabber on while I'm a little tipsy and a little high tonight. Honestly, we were just off the substance, but I feel like I kept my composure and I'm happy that you guys um, were here to hang out because I'm home alone for the weekend. Finley's in Colorado. Anyways, I got to hit the damn hay after this. So enjoy this bop. I love you. Bye. What do you wanna do? Cause I